What's going on, guys? Welcome to the Crypto Brew Show, where we are drinking brews and talking about it. We have a special guest for you, but before I sneak peek him, we're going to go to the Crypto Brew Crew that's here with us. Jojo, how you doing out there, man? I'm actually doing pretty fantastic today, and uh, I'm actually intrigued and uh, can't wait to figure out what, uh, what we got going on here with the identity space, but I'm actually uh, drinking an all-day IPA by Founders, so uh, give it a whirl if you can. You let's, uh, let's see what we got else. Ron, what's going on? Well, it's, uh, you know, tis the season, so I'm drinking, of course, a Shiner Holiday Cheer. Good beer right out of Texas. Uh, man, I can't tell you how excited I am to have our guest on. We met him at World CryptoCon. He is a, uh, a guru, if you will, about a very specific part of blockchain technology and uh i'm super excited to get this going and uh talk about all of this yeah absolutely uh i am drinking over here a uh raw oktoberfest a guy i'm still in that oktoberfest i found him for 50 percent off at the store and i just bought all of them ha! all right anyway uh what you've been waiting for we got bashir osman from true trust science oh my goodness true.io trust science bashir how you doing man I'm doing great. Thank you very much, guys, for having me on the show. Thank you for the opportunity. Yeah, absolutely. We're super excited to have you and sure, super excited man. to Welcome. hear Thank you. Thank you very much. what you have to say. Um, but first, our number one question, uh, what are you drinking out there? Um, actually drinking an Irish black tea. <laughs> hey, hey, nothing wrong with that. Nothing wrong with that. All right. Well, before we go ahead and jump into the interview here, let's go ahead and hit our disclaimer. The information provided on the show does not constitute investment advice, financial advice, trading advice, or any other sort of advice. Crypto Brew Show is for educational and entertainment purposes only. Conduct your own due diligence and consult your financial advisor before making any investment decisions. Hashtag Nafumu, not a financial advisor. My own opinions, you may hear that on the show. And of course, hashtag BYOB. We did, did you? Alrighty, moving right on. We have, as I said, Bashir Osman from Trust Science, a software developer. Bashir I guess we're going to just start it off with uh, the, the big questions. How did you get involved in uh, blockchain? And uh, tell us a little bit about you. Um, I, my name is Bashir Osmond. Uh, thank you. <laughs> um, I guess I don't know what to say about myself. I'll tell you how I got into blockchain. So with blockchain, I got into blockchain um, when Ethereum smart contracts were introduced. Well, I shouldn't say introduced. They're already out for a few months. Um, I think I believe it was December, December uh, 2016 when I started uh, getting into Ethereum smart contracts, and it really just blew my mind um, being able to uh, have contracts that execute at some given time, right on on a distributed ledger. It was it was insane. And um, yeah, it was it was it was insane. And ever since then, I've I've been following uh, blockchain technology. Um, as for cryptocurrency, I've I've known about cryptocurrency for quite some time. Um, I never invested in uh, Bitcoin, um, so you know I don't really have any opportunity uh, lost there, <laughs> right? So, uh, but um, but yeah, uh, I've been involved in this space for for just a couple years. I, I wouldn't call myself a guru. There are so many smart people out there. Um, I'm just trying to learn as much as I can. Um, so uh, I guess I'm, I'm a student of uh, the technology. 
Dude, we are doing the same thing, man. We are just trying to learn because we're like completely fascinated by this this brand new technology. Um, so tell us about Trust Science and True.io. Uh, Trust Science uh, is um, is a software company where we where we do uh, credit scoring based on alternative data. We advertise ourselves as being Credit Bureau 2.0. Right, and uh, alternative data uh, could be anything that the traditional FICO models, uh, and FICO models are models that Equifax, TransUnion use to score a person. Um, and uh, like, for example, if you have like you know X, like an uh, an X score, right? And that score was generated based on your work history, your repayment history, your your uh, location history, like your home. How, how often your, your phone has changed, but it doesn't take account into your your uh, your other uh, other uh, pieces of, of data that's available. For example, um, you know your education history, your social score, your social circle, and et cetera. So what we do is we take um, all public uh, public data and traditional data to give uh, to give a social score. We have different yeah. To, to give a social score, and we right now we have one vertical, and that is uh, subprime auto lending, and um, that's going pretty well for us. Just you know, we we we've just signed three new clients this week, right? So things are going pretty well for us uh, in that sector. And oh, as man. yeah, sorry, go no, ahead. No, you're fine. No, it was, well, I was just gonna say I was just gonna touch a little bit on uh, your website. You talk a lot about uh, intelligent search and uh, AI analysis. Can you uh, speak a little bit to that and how, how you guys make it all work without getting super technical for us and our viewers, <laughs> even though sure. we like it? Yeah, for sure. So intelligent search means like, uh, for example, let's say I search for my name, Bashir Osman on Google, right? There's X amount of results that Google gives you, right? Uh, when you search my name on our service, we, give, we get you everything that we have plus everything that you know we can extract online whether it's um you know whether it's uh, uh financial data like whether you own a business or not you know uh, all uh, corporation data is public online and in america actually um whether you have a criminal record your social circle um and um we're able to honestly we're, we're almost like a people search uh pe people search engine but for for a very very specific uh, sector, and that's for uh, lenders, right? And as for AI, right? What do we do with AI? So now we we have all this data, right? Whether it's social data, uh, uh, traditional data, um, private data that uh, customers uh, provide to us. For example, private data is uh, like banking information, transact banking statements, and things like that. So what we do is we have different models, right? Uh, so we take all this data, we train, uh, we train them on, you know, different al algorithms, right? And which produces a model, and that model we're able to use on essentially anybody, and we're able to like uh, spit out like a score for a specific sector. And right now, that's for subprime auto loans. And we look at a lot of different things, like for example, what type of color your uh, the the color of your car. <laughs> right. Yeah. It actually, it was. You know, the, cool, you, know you look at a lot of things, right? So a lot of things that traditional lenders don't look at, 
right? Uh, simple things, like you'd be surprised. A lot of lenders don't even verify if your phone number is for 7-Eleven or if it belongs to you, <laughs> right? Or your postal code, right? Just so just basic things, right? So, and all those basic yeah. things, like the less you, the more, the more valid and uh, credible information you give, the more trustworthy you are. And that's essentially what credit is, right? Right. Dude, that ties in perfectly with, I mean, the, the road you're going down there with what you were talking about gets me to the thing I'm most excited about. Yeah. And that is my identity. Yes. Being, being in this network that you're talking about. Yes. And okay, so tell me about if my identity is on this network, the security behind it and uh, maybe the, the advantages that that has over what we currently have. All right, cool. So, um, in, so uh, I have to take a couple steps back and explain what identity is on, on, in, uh, in regards to blockchain and uh, in regards to blockchain. So with blockchain, we have like, you know, two, uh, two really huge technologies. One of them is cryptocurrency and the other one are decentralized identities. Uh, decentralized identities was actually a project funded by Homeland Security. Um, it was a way to give people a digital identity so they can, you know, uh, sign something like so they were able to pass documents around and prove that it came from this person. And, you know, like this, this person sent this document and this thing was signed by this person and things like that. Right. So what the blockchain gives us is it gives us a ledger that gives us a transaction history of everything that's uh, been signed and uh, given and et cetera. Right. So, so the two biggest technologies right now are cryptocurrency and identity. Right. So, um, identity on the blockchain. Well, what it means is, for example, um, like uh, I'll give you a perfect example. Like the University of Alberta, they would be an identity on a blockchain, and their identity essentially would just be a public key. Right. And when the university signs my uh, my bachelor's degree, right, and digitally sends it to me, then any company is able to verify that this bachelor's degree was signed by the University of Alberta by looking at the ledger online, which is provided to us by blockchain uh, blockchain. Right. Which is essentially just a distributed ledger technology. Uh, right. So in this marketplace, right, where everybody has an identity. Right, and everybody has uh, digital uh, uh, digital claims, right? Uh, claims like um, how much uh, like uh, how much money you have, how, what degrees you have, who your friends are, et cetera, et cetera. Um, this marketplace will, will have a marketplace that allows you to apply for uh, auto loans easier, mortgages easier. Um, every, essentially, everything uh, everything will be. A lot easier the reason why is because even if you're applying for any sort of loan you have to provide a lot of proofs right and the proofs that you provide are uh, uh, work uh, work your work proof you have to provide a proof of uh, your location and you may or may not have to provide a proof of uh, a co-signee right all of these proofs that's in uh, written form and things like that could be solved by having uh, a digital identity online right so if you don't have to have any forms and if you don't have to send papers and things like that, everything will just essentially be a, a click of a button, right? If you're looking for a loan or if you're looking for something 
you know, you'll you'll look at you know what this lender is looking for, and if you match that criteria, you'll just press you know OK, right, and you'll you'll receive whatever you know it is you're looking for. Yeah. So in this feature, which honestly is uh, closer than uh, closer than even even that I think. Um, everything will be digitally signed. Like for example, your driver's license, which is already happening in Saskatchewan. Which, uh, Saskatchewan's a province in, in Canada. Dude, that's such uh, a they're say. Yeah, they're digitally signing uh, driver licenses, right? So when you go to a bar, Crazy. right? And uh, once the bars have this technology, right now bars already have technology that scan your driver's license to see if you have like a bar ban and things like that, right? But you know, you provide a lot more information that you know that you know that that they don't need. Like for example, your address, your uh, your a lot of other things that the bar doesn't need. They they only need to know whether you're over 18 in Canada or over 21 in Canada, right? So in the near future in Saskatchewan, uh, all you're able to do is prove that you're over 18, right? You don't have to show your address. You don't have to show anything, right? So um, in the in the near future. Um, everything will be digitally signed, whether it's, you know, your your electricity agreement, so you can prove that you have electricity, uh, your your phone agreement, anything that's an agreement will be digitally signed, right? And it, it's gonna be really interesting, right? It's gonna be, it's gonna be really interesting. Yeah, I mean, I think uh, all of this is huge, man. And just like talking about uh, the identity aspect, the trust scores and everything else, yeah. it's kind of jazzing, man. Like it really does kind of uh, set and kind of pave the way for the future. Like the ideas that are just kind of abounding right now, you know, like HR, human resources, people management, you no longer have to fact check uh, resumes and no. uh, everything else. Like I think that that's just so cool, man. You just yeah. put them up on the blockchain. Yeah, there's more. Honestly, there's more people that have fake Harvard degrees than real ones, right? So exactly. people would actually awesome. get a job because they can't get the they can't get it digitally signed by Harvard anymore. <laughs> It'll be interesting, right? It'll be. <laughs> I wonder. I wonder how many jobs will open up on the market when they put everything on the blockchain. I know. You know. You know. It's going to change the markets. Like for example, background checks. Like the service of a background check will change. Right. Um, it'll eliminate a lot of background check services. Right. Uh, it'll be really, really interesting. Right. Um, it'll be interesting. And the thing is, with with a digital identity, you you own uh, you own all the identity, all the identities on your phone. It's not like online on some ledger. Like, for example, if the university uh, I'm pointing over here because like the universe, I can I, I can see it from my balcony. <laughs> so sorry. Sorry. But yeah, if the university like digitally signed my degree, then they issued my degree, then my degree would be on my phone, right? If I lost my phone, right, um, I guess I would get it again. It's almost like losing a driver's license, right? If you lose your driver's license, you just go to the DMV and you just get a new one, essentially, right? So there's, it's a lot, you know, it's, it's, it's a lot easier. And also there's, um, you know, even if there was uh, like some some sort of uh, data hack or whatever, every like nothing is actually stored on a ledger except that this thing happened, right? So you know there's really nothing to steal, right? Uh, they'd have this. Yeah, it's it'd be very very difficult to be honest. Uh, I got a question for you. Uh, as yeah. far as uh, the trust score, I mean, uh, I would like 
you kind of speak on uh, the six score you guys have on your site. And you, I mean, it says you guys have over 25 patents. Uh, yes. Super, super interesting there. I mean, you guys have clearly been doing your research. Uh, is this going to, those patents that you guys have, are there going to be something that stops somebody from coming in and doing the same thing you guys are doing? Uh, what makes you guys unique in that regard? Yes, it does. And we've actually recently won um, against another company called Bloom.io. Um, they're essentially trying to do credit scoring on a blockchain and uh, they couldn't because we have the patents for that. Right. So the patents actually right now, it's uh, it's 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 quite large. Uh, it's yeah, it's it's pretty it's pretty good for us. We have patents around a social uh, uh, like a social cir cir circle, for example, generating a, a crowd. Uh, credit score based on uh, your social circle. Like, for example, if people around you don't pay back, what are the chances that you'll pay back? Right. So we have models around that. Right. So it's really interesting because it is, there is a saying like, you know, like, you know, give me like six of your friends or whatever, and I'll tell you what this person might, may or may not be like. Right. right? So, you know, you can kind that's, of prove that, that's interesting. Prove that in, in with math. Right. There are some outliers, of course, there's outliers everywhere. Right. But, um, but yeah, everything usually just follows a pattern. Dude, all this is like so crazy and dude, the future is all this stuff is like the, it sounds like it's ideal for, for us because not only is it, is it, does it put control in our hands of our identity and what information we want to share, but it's the security aspect of it. Because we all know that, you know, blockchain is so much more secure than, for example, you know, like like you mentioned, the driver's license example at the bar, you know, you're handing over basically almost your full identity when you're, you know, you're, when they're swiping your driver's license. Yes. So now you're going to be able to regulate that and protect yourself from exactly. any, any potential, uh, you know, breaches or something like that. Exactly. Uh, but I want to... Uh, I wanted to kind of rewind a little bit and ask you if um, if trust science is looking into or is applying any of this to the one billion people that are in those emerging markets that aren't even in our current economy and they don't even have an infrastructure yet. Is that something that they're looking at? Yes, uh, we like we work with uh, two uh, two banks in Africa. One of them is in Kenya, and the other one is in uh, South Africa, I believe. Right, and uh, it's actually really interesting how they do uh, finance over there. Like for example, in Kenya, Uganda, uh, Somalia, even though it's in a constant civil war, a lot of uh, transactions are done digitally. Right, you do transactions over a text message. Right, and I think. If you're doing a lot of transactions digitally over text messages and things like that, naturally, people will eventually have digital identities as well. Right. So I think like these places are like uh, in terms of um, like like in Canada, like um, like we do a lot of uh, digital transactions like e-transfers and things like that. But uh, I can't just like I, like if I go to Tim Hortons, I can't e-transfer Tim Hortons some money. But if I'm in Kenya. I can text message Tim Hortons some money, right? Right now, we're not necessarily working in uh, in Africa, uh, but we are working in, in Mexico. Uh, and uh, Mexico is actually a lot of there a lot of a lot of people in Mexico looking for loans specifically in a, in our niche uh, are are online, 
uh, and are uh, highly active online. But in the future, um, it'll 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 really really be interesting, especially for emerging markets. Sometimes, so sorry, sorry, sure, go ahead, go ahead. Sometimes, sometimes it's easier to uh, ramp up emerging markets. The reason why is because they don't have a lot of infrastructure debt that they have to, you know, like do you know what I mean? Like, and then, yeah, that's that's what I was going to go at. That was that's exactly what I was thinking because they don't have the infrastructure of like the traditional banking system that we already yeah. have in place here. They don't have all that stuff on the ground level, and yeah. it's really easy to build off of that. And it's so much easier to build that space yeah. than it is here in, yeah. in the states or even in Canada. You know, yeah. and like even Mexico would be a pretty prime example. That's pretty awesome. Yeah, like I know in in Kenya and uh, like these places that are that use text messaging. The reason why they did that is because of inflation. Because you have to carry like, like I don't know, ten pounds of cash just to buy bread, <laughs> right? Because of yeah, inflation, man. right? It was just easier to text message, you know, through like you know, and send uh, send money that way, right? So it'll it'll the future is really interesting for sure. Uh, we we are definitely entering entering a digital digital. Well, we're already in a digital age, but we're entering uh, a digitally safe age. <laughs> via crypto, crypto cryptography fair enough uh do you want to speak a little bit to uh your current business model and uh i mean yeah just how you guys are gonna run everything and get paid there's a lot of there's a lot of uh, uh crypto platforms in the space that i mean you look at and you still are wondering like how are you guys gonna make money like you guys are still out there like i mean the whole premise of starting a, a business and a platform or what have you, uh, there's just no, no form of like money coming in revenue or anything. So yeah, how are you guys, how, how are you going to monetize? Yeah. Well, we're, we're actually just the traditional software company that's uh, looking to pivot towards being a leader in, um, in, uh, in blockchain via like, you know, like fight, like financial, like in the FinTech industry. Right, so we are just a traditional software company. We are a traditional uh, financial technology company, right? But in the future, because because we see these changes changes coming in how people exchange money, how people how how identity is going to change, and if identity is going to change, the way we obtain our data is going to change, and if that's going to change, our models will have to change, right? So we're preparing ourselves to uh, eventually pivot pivot. Uh, to be like a leader in in this uh, in this new emerging industry, but we are a traditional software fintech company, and we make uh, we make money selling uh, our software to uh, to lenders, actually, to auto lenders, to insurance companies, to payday lenders. Um, yeah. So you're basically going to take the, the University of Alberta and like put all like house their information and create that space where they can create the digital transactions to show that things were actually happening there. Is that kind of how you're going to make that system work? You're going to just start collecting those businesses and those fees to really kind of just build this entire base and kind of start the infrastructure from the ground up here. Well, no, the thing, the thing is the infrastructure is already almost like it's, it's kind of already there. There's more than there's actually thousands of, uh, sovereign notes out there for like and sovereign is really like the identity framework uh and um a lot of um uh, institutions like the university of alberta a lot of banks like atb 
um, you know, and et cetera, et cetera, will, will, uh, will have their uh, identities on one of these nodes, whether it's on a sovereign node, whether it's on an Ethereum node, et cetera. What we will be providing is we'll be providing what's called a scoring agent, right, which takes, uh, which takes decentralized uh, and verified claims that you have, right, whether it's, you know, verified password information, a driver's license, uh, university credentials, uh, et cetera. And what we do is we'll send you a verified claim, almost like, almost like having a transunion score on your phone that's, that's been verified, right? So you can almost like take it anywhere as well. Yeah, very cool. Very cool. Um, so when we talked to you at World Crypto Con, there were three terms, words, acronyms, whatever you want to call them that you threw out there. So I'm going to throw them out there and then I want you to, if you will, kind of sum them up and tell us what they are. So sure, I'll try DID, ND, and, and UPort. Okay. So DID is a decentralized identity uh, identifier, right? And essentially what that is, that is your decentralized identity, right? Uh, and what your decentralized identity is, essentially it's uh, a private public key, a private public uh, key pair, whether it's on uh, Ethereum or, or, or Sovereign. So just a DID, that's that's the project that was actually funded by Homeland Security is the DID uh, project. Um, and it's actually, even even today, it's it's still funded by Homeland Security. Uport is um, a DID framework on um, on Ethereum, right? So what uh, what Sovereign is, well, Sovereign, Sovereign and Indy, like those two names are interchangeable. Uh, Sovereign uh, is is equivalent to Uport, but Sovereign has uh, a lot more features, mainly because uh, the people that wrote the DID protocol that were funded by Homeland Security also wrote, you know, Sovereign as well, right? Uh, Uport is really it's it's a really really great thing. Um, it's an identity on on Ethereum. You can even download an app today, the Uport app. Um, you can use it for various things like, you know, uh, like, uh, like sign in, almost like Facebook sign in and things like that. Um, but yeah, it is, it is a digital identity on Ethereum. It's, it's a DID on Ethereum, essentially. Awesome. Exciting stuff. Yeah. Yeah. It's honestly, it's, it's already, it's already here to be honest. And, um, um, let me see, let me see if this website is. While you're looking that up, there was another uh, another aspect of what Trust Science is offering. Uh, so the intelligent search thing mm -hmm. is that just the method of matching up your DID with your with a need, like a, a a lender and someone looking for a loan. Is that is that all that intelligent search? Sorry, could you repeat for? that again? Intelligent search. Mm -hmm. So is that just for like matching up a lender? And someone looking for a loan exactly 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 yeah. so for example like right now uh with uh like if you went to a lender and you gave them you know you you went to a dealership and you gave them you know your name your information they may or may not check uh you know whether your phone number has been verified and things like that um and they're just not intelligently searching 
whether you know they're targeting the right uh, the right person and right and we just provide better uh, better uh, better technologies so right now I, I pasted a link inside the inside the shared uh, Google Doc so if you go there this is actually um, all of British Columbia's businesses 1.3 million businesses have a digital identity right now which hold one point almost wow. 1.4 million verifiable credentials right and i believe they're also going to start putting like um different permits like uh, waste permits right now this is just business permits they're going to put like, alcohol licensing permits health licensing permits waste permits etc right so all if you have a uh, if you have a business in Ontario and BC right now, there's actually a process right now to get all the all the permits that you get right now digitally signed and online. That is right? so, so crazy. The wheels are already in motion. Oh like yeah, no, it's it's crazy. it's it's in motion big time, big 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 time. IBM is working with uh, several uh, like I don't know which DMVs they're working with. Right, but they're in America. They're working with a lot of DMVs in America to get uh, driver licenses digitally signed as well. Have, have right? you heard about the DMVs here in America? Have, have you ever heard about how it is to go to one? No, no, never, never. It's, it's terrible. <laughs> it's horrible. It's really it's god awful, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it's, it's like oh, I don't even know how to describe it. <laughs> I mean, just I mean, everything you guys are doing is super exciting, and it's just so funny. Like a lot of are i mean i don't want to say our viewers but just the people in the crypto space are so like enveloped with the price and everything like that and like there's so much stuff happening in the background like you guys are doing some really cool stuff that people are going to inevitably use without even knowing it like they're gonna have all their, their entire digital identity on the blockchain and whether they like it or not. I mean, that's just the world we're, we're going to. And it's super exciting that you guys are just already, already in motion. Everything is just in place yeah. and ready to go. Well, blockchain, like it's almost like it's just a different protocol. People don't really know whether they're using TCP or, you know, HTTP, HTTPS. All they know is they're connected and it's working. Yes, exactly. <laughs> is it safe? You're not Does wrong. It work? Yeah. Right. <laughs> And, right, that, yeah, and that's right. that's where we need uh, blockchain to be. That's where we need cryptocurrency to be. Yeah. Uh, and, and this everything because they just yeah. And crypto people... assets. That's a big thing too, really. Crypto assets as well, not necessarily cryptocurrency, but just crypto assets. Yeah. Like for example, uh, air mile points. Right. Yeah. You know, yeah, like, something as simple as that. Yeah. Right. A lot of those things are gonna live on. Um. Um. I. I think. Uh. Long term Ethereum. They're going to be, I don't know if they're going to be on, uh, uh, you know, decentralized nodes. They're probably going to be on centralized nodes, right? But uh, a lot of things are going to just be, you'll finally own a lot of things. You're like, you'll finally own all your air mile points and <laughs> or all your game assets, right? So there's a lot of assets are going to be uh, crypto, I think, in the future. Yeah, absolutely. We absolutely. can hope. We can hope. <laughs> uh well, man, Bashir, this has been awesome. Uh, Roan or Joe, you guys have any uh, last-minute questions you want to ask Bashir? I think uh, I think I pretty much got everything I need, and I think uh, this is really awesome, Bashir. Thanks for taking the time, man. Thank you and, very much for giving me the opportunity. Uh, 
really excited to kind of see what uh, what you guys do with the space because uh, what I'm hearing so far is like the sky's the limit, man. This is awesome. Yeah, yeah. Awesome. Thank you very much, yeah. guys, for the opportunity. This for was sure. my first time. Thank you very much. Very much. No, you you are an open book. This better not be. This might be your first time, but I hope it's not the last because I mean I, I feel like yeah. we could talk to you for hours and you just there's <laughs> a wealth of information. It's amazing. Uh, go Thank ahead, Ron. I don't you. know whether to be disappointed or impressed that you didn't say a <laughs> but nonetheless man there you go there you go had to get one in there but well, thanks a lot man this was awesome and uh we'll, we'll talk again we'll talk again soon man this is great thank you thank you thank you jojo were you gonna say something real quick uh, well, I mean, I, I really had to hold back there in the interview, too, when you're talking about Bloom.io, because I really wanted to make the pun uh, that you didn't let them bloom. Oh, <laughs> you should have. You should have, Jojo. All right, yeah. guys. Well, uh, this has been uh, Bashir Osman, the software de developer at Trust Science. And hey, go. Actually, you know what? Before we go, uh, Bashir, you want to let us know? Uh, are our viewers how to find you guys, how to get in contact with you guys if they're interested in everything that you guys are doing, your products and services? Uh, you can visit us at trustscience.com and also you can visit us at true.io. Awesome. Awesome. We'll definitely check them out. There's a lot of information on there and hopefully we can get uh, Bashir on again. But uh, this again, like, I mean, great talk. You are awesome. And again, hopefully we get you on. You got so much information. I feel like we left so much stuff out which is a good thing and a bad thing because, I mean, hey, we'll get you on again. So uh, this has been the Crypto Brew Show, guys. Thanks for watching. Like and subscribe below for more show. And, uh, hey, if you guys like the interview, leave a comment down below. And uh, let's get Bashir back, back on. And if you have any questions for him that you specifically want him to answer, uh, leave them down there. And maybe we can get him on and uh, he can answer those for you guys. So... Again, thanks for watching, guys. We'll see you next time. Cheers. Peace.